Greetings, film fans. Welcome to episode 10 of The Big Review Ski, the unbelievably amazing film show from Joe and Her. Those are our words, by the way. No one else has ever called the show that. Um, it still counts, though. I'm your host, Owen Doherty, and once again, I'm delighted to be joined by the unbelievably amazing, again, I do stress, those are our words, <laughs> Rory Cashin and Laura Holland. That just happened. <laughs> that just happened. I had nothing to do with that. That's those are your genuine fans. Oh, there, there's a you. lot of them. <laughs> there are loads. They're outside. Uh, they're waiting for you after the show. It was. I just felt so bad after our lone uh, kind of hand clap last week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah, was so that's a nice callback. So I yeah, like exactly. If you've listened to episode nine, please do. Yeah, that's um, a week for a punchline. I, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm playing the long game here. Um, in sadder news this week, though, we are yet again missing Paul Moore as. He uh, he left us to go on holidays and go find himself oh, yeah. inverted commas. Classic Paul. Uh, unfortunately, still, still looking. Still, still, I have an update on him though. He has actually been detained by United States Customs. Good uh, for crimes against. You haven't even heard why yet. You're okay. just happy he's detained uh, for crimes against the Boston accent. Oh, yes. uh, someone got wind of his wicked smart impression oh, yeah. uh, from last week's show and revoked his visa. Fair. Uh, I have to say it's fully deserved. Yeah, fully deserved because it was an awful impression. Truly. Truly horrendous. Uh, someone who isn't truly horrendous oh. are the wonderful, wonderful uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so please do get in touch with us uh, at the Big Review Ski by tweeting us uh, on Twitter at Big Review Ski, and you can WhatsApp us on zero zero three five three. Eight seven four zero zero one one zero three, and don't forget to include your name. So, as ever, uh, this show is bursting with brilliant stuff. Uh, we're going to be joined by the stars of Pacific Rim Uprising, John Boyega and Scott, son of Eastwood. Oh, I said his name wrong, didn't I? <laughs> son of son Eastwood. Of Clint. Clint, that's the one. He's Clint Eastwood's son and his yes. name is Scott Eastwood. Uh, we got some brain-boggling high clues, uh, reviews of new releases, and even though I'm pretty sure no one pays any attention, as you'll see in the box office this week, to anything we say, uh, we'll pick out the best films for you to go and see in Irish cinemas right now. So to kick things off, though, we asked a question last week and uh, you kindly answered. Our question, of course, last week was, who is your favourite ever Irish mm-hmm. actor or actor? Yes. Uh, Laura, you went for... Killian Murphy. Yeah, and his cheekbones. And Laura, <laughs> you went for... Say or she. Say or she. Ronan. It rhymes with inertia. <laughs> um, and I went for Donald Gleeson. So there was a lot of love for Liam Neeson uh, yeah. from, from the readers and the listeners. Uh, Colin Farrell, Killian Murphy in there yeah. quite a bit. Loads for Daniel Day-Lewis. Sean O'Grady got in touch with us and he was a little bit angry. He was like, Daniel Day-Lewis is English. Oh. Of all the talented Irish actors and actresses out there, yes, sap are naming an English actor, so he was pretty annoyed at that. Wow. Would you would you but claim Daniel Day Lewis? If he yeah. if he oh, I thought you meant Jewel is in like J E W. He is he's a precious Jewel. <laughs> yeah, he's wonderful. No, he Laura. has dual citizenship. He does. He's got an Irish passport. Well, supposedly, then, if, he, Irish. if he claims Irish uh, nationality, yes. then who, who am I to just, like? He is. Daniel Day-Lewis so if he wants to be Irish he's Irish I think we'll take him Um, Patter got in touch he said Richard Harris any other suggestion is made by a Philistine Uh, and he also decided he felt compelled to point out Daniel Day-Lewis isn't Irish his passport might say he is but his birth cert doesn't he's seen Daniel Day-Lewis's birth cert (laughs) although he did pause and say but it would be a close call between the two of them Okay, so he's he's rational Nick Taylor also went for Richard Harris he said the man loved his field so much it brought a tear to his eye he did love that 
Sheffield. Uh, Ian Hoare. Michael Fassbender is slowly becoming the best Irish actor. Slowly but surely. <laughs> slowly but surely. Keep on tracking there, Michael. He's getting there. Killian Kerrigan said, David Brick, he just tagged one of his friends. Your display in our sixth class play uh, will have to put you up there. Um, so they were oh. just having a private I really, conversation. If you're listening, I need to know what that play was. Yes, and David what his Brick. role was yeah, in and, that play. And Killian Kerrigan. Either one of you, please do get in touch and let us know what that play was in sixth class. The most popular answer by a Russian election landslide was uh, Derek Winter provided this one. He said Leo from Fair City, hands down. What? Which, of course, technically isn't a film, but Leo, whoever that person is, uh, is considered the greatest Irish actor do of all know. time. I don't Fair watch that. No. Nobody, nobody has, has Fair City as a, as a no. guilty pleasure? No, no. not at all. No, no. Well, okay, we'll go and check it out this week. Even though it's <laughs> <laughs> is it on Netflix? I need to see who this greatest Irish actor is. <laughs> of course, clearly I'm missing out on something. Yeah, he's put like Brenda Fricker, uh, everyone else, <laughs> every oh, other Irish actor, uh, first city actor. To shame, to shame. Yeah. To shame. Uh, so on to this week's question, and Laura, you've come yes. up with a humdinger. Well, I feel like you've all given some great questions throughout mm. the weeks, but Thanks, I Laura. want to know. I agree. I want to know what your guilty pleasure movie is. The movie that you will watch happily if it's on TV and it'll still mean something to you or like move you. Uh, move? Oh dear. Well, it doesn't have to. Okay, sorry. It doesn't have to move you. But like, you're not like, oh, this again. You're like, oh, brilliant. I'll watch this again. But does like, does guilty pleasure imply that, you know, it's not terribly. Yeah. You, you know, it's, it's not, not a great film. It doesn't have to be a brilliant movie. Yeah. Yeah, for, but you'd like, still be able to tolerate it for fifty times down the road. But yeah. again, does it count if other people, like loads of other people, love that film as well? Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah, okay. guilty okay. pleasures are that for the masses, no? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So on. Okay, I'm going first. So I've got a couple of guilty pleasures here. <laughs> oh, no, it. no. Okay. Well, that's why I was wondering about the strict definition of it. I think. A, a guilty pleasure that very few people that I've met who actually like this film is uh, it's from 2010 okay and it starred John Travolta and Jonathan Rhys-Meyers oh my god from Paris with Love oh my god and oh. if this film is ever on and it never is it's never on. it's never on I just have to watch it I've like worn down the DVD um, <laughs> this is a, an absolutely atrocious racist yep. <laughs> homophobic really badly written <laughs> yeah. uh, badly really acted. badly acted completely over the top performance from John Travolta mm-hmm. um, Jonathan Rhys-Meyers you discover that he just has no control of his facial movements no. um, but there's something really special about this film interesting um, it uh, I, I still to this day it contains one of my favourite lines when John Travolta is in the middle of well a little, little bit of background basically uh, John Travolta is a secret agent uh, Jonathan Reese Myers is the wrong guy in the wrong place at the wrong time and Travolta has to come in and rescue him basically and together they foil uh, or they attempt to you know stop this terrorist plot um, in the middle of it there are so many bad guys involved like from all over the world um, even more so than like the bad guys in Taken isn't it the Albanians that Liam Neeson wipes out <laughs> in Taken I'm pretty sure yeah Yes. And this is the, uh, it's actually directed by the same guy. This was his follow-up. But they take out, you know, just swathes of of international terrorists. Uh, One group is uh, this Chinese kind of uh, triad group. And at one point, Jonathan Rhys-Meyer's saying it was like, they're getting shot at and uh, Travolta's shooting away. And they... (laughs) Amazing. And he says, are there many of them left out there? And John Travolta practically turns to the camera and just goes about a billion of them. <laughs> and you're like, ah, 
a census joke from China. <laughs> so this film is wonderfully bad and I will happily sit down and watch it over mm. and over and over again and defend it to the hilt. Yeah, that's a great choice. I do really. My, one of my uh, one of my favorite memories of that movie, as well as when he uh, the fantastically out of shape Travolta slides across the floor and kind of stripper poles down yes. to the next floor, continue right. shooting people yes. upside down. That's in the same fight. Oh, yeah, I'll that's see. Uh, it's, it's quite the moment. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull an own dirty here. Oh no! Because please don't one. <laughs> that's rude. I don't want to, but here we are. Uh, my t- my one always leads into the second one because okay. once I watch one, I invariably have to. Bridge Jones okay. Diary one, Bridge Jones Diary two. So you Nailed know me it. an awful lot. You know me. It's too, you know me too well. No, it's uh, Mean Girls and then Easy A. Oh, that's a brilliant double bill. What? Yeah. How do they go together? Because they're both like sassy teen comedies and they're they're both hilarious. You'd be like the same, like, you know, get opposites if you're going to go back to back. (laughs) Get opposites. (laughs) Yeah. No. Okay, but I do like them though. Mean Girls is a great movie. Yeah. I have a lot of time for those two comedies. I think they're both very... Uh, people love them, but they're at the same time they're they're not given the kind of standing. When people are like, "What's the funniest film of the last yeah. fifteen years?" I genuinely think Mean Girls is one of the funniest. Yeah, it's that's films. fair. Uh, and e- I just have a lot of time for Easy A. I thought Emma Stone was fantastic. Now, See, I know you, you know my feelings. You're, 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 you're not a fan Emma of Emma. Stone, no. Stop Emma. trying to make Emma Stone happen, Rory. It's not so, happening. It's a Mean oh. Girls joke. It is. Um, I love that double bill. Yeah, I'm in the mood to watch that right now. Hmm. Will we but, stop but the No, we should probably keep doing the show. Okay, yeah, yeah. What about you, Laura? My one is Notting Hill. I can't... I don't know how many times I've seen that. I've seen it that many times. And I love it. You I, both are not impressed. Uh, I, it's the perfect amount of, like, humour, one lines, a great story. The guy gets the girl, tugs oh, the heart strings. <laughs> Does he, though? Um, um, it's class. I don't... I don't hate it. Yeah. I just... I don't anything it. Really? That's it. I think it just kind of washes over me. It's like, yeah, yeah another Hugh Grant. No, that's Richard my one. Curtis I'd watch film. it now if it was on. Okay. Again, in the middle of a recording <laughs> show. That's fine. We've no commitment whatsoever. No. So decent choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to go and watch Rory's Double Bill instead oh, of your one. No sorry. No sorry, problem. Laura. Um, so do let us know what your guilty pleasure uh, film is. The film that you can sit down and watch uh, no matter like wherever it is in the film yeah. you know like it's like 10 minutes from the end you're like I can watch this yeah. Um, yeah so do get in touch and let us know what your favourite one is now on to our competition from last week so oh hi Clue Rory has prepared a well I'm going to say I'm just going to presume it's wonderful oh it is um, I can tell you okay? memorised yeah it. a high clue <laughs> example for <laughs> you've refused to write it down and yeah because I'm afraid someone will see it before I reveal it okay. and then they'll spend time working on it so I actually Looking haven't at me I'm okay. not going to do that I actually haven't written it down so, but I, I'm going to try to remember it from memory while counting out the syllables uh, well okay. this is the thing if you've heard the show in previous weeks you'll know that Roy has uh, some difficulty with syllable <laughs> counting and has often turned to the internet yes, to and, aid him and today I was I was counting the syllables for this one and I went to a syllable counter online and the syllable counter online I know it got it wrong okay. what? So, you've got to stop using that. This so is I like used another one and the other one got it right. So I think okay. how many syllable counters are online? I didn't even know there's, there were syllable yeah, counters there, online. There's at like least two. Okay. <laughs> so and one of them's incorrect. Uh, yeah, because I was looking at it, I was like, I know that's wrong. We'll see. We'll see, wrong. Rory. Okay. We'll be the judge of that. So Rory has a, has an example high clue here, and basically all we have to do is is guess the name of the film. Mm. Um, we also have last week's competition one, and we'll have another one coming up before the end of the show. But Rory, please. 
take it away with your high clue. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hands up the ready. Okay. Derns, ferns. <laughs> no. <laughs> take it away the ready. Cause concerns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the first ever rhyming high clue. Derns, ferns, cause concerns. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bloodsuckers. Mm-hmm. Are lifesavers. Hmm. Okay, I'm thinking one thing, but maybe not. Okay. You you good? Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, crazy <laughs> maths. Crazy maths. Okay. I'm trying to say math. Maths. <laughs> 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 I'm really trying to get the H in math. Crazy maths. Math. Your syllable counts. Yes, thank you. Uh, crazy maths were correct. Hmm. Don't do it. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. do this. Okay. So Derns. Actually, sorry. Can I can I ask a question about Dern? Is that D E R N apostrophe S? Mm. Okay. So Derns Ferns cause concerns. Five. That checks out. Okay. okay. Uh, blood suckers are lifesavers. Seven. Yeah. We're laughing. Okay. Uh, crazy maths were cor- correct. Crazy maths were <gasps> correct. That's oh, six. No. Sorry. Crazy, crazy maths. I knew I had this one. We're right. We're right. <laughs> that's a different word. Yes, and that's only one. Crazy maths. Is that why the syllable counter was no. wrong? Because it was right that no. you got okay. it wrong. Okay. Okay, so Dern's ferns cause concerns. Bloodsuckers are lifesavers. Crazy maths were right. So, Laura, initial well, thoughts? It was Twilight because the bloodsuckers were lifesavers because they did save people's lives. But okay. I think that one okay. might be too obvious. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dern's ferns. Well, Dern is Laura Dern. Yeah. I'm thinking. Why is she in ferns? But hold on. Is it is it Laura Dern? I'm not saying anything yet. Okay. Oh. So potentially uh, Laura Dern's ferns. Fern says to me Jurassic Park because of the, the, the plant life and it caused concerns. But why would her ferns... Laura Dern. Okay. What's I'm she concerned. in? She's also in The Master. She was also in The Last Jedi. But what have ferns got to do with that? Bloodsuckers are lifesavers. What are bloodsuckers? Vampires? Vampires. Yeah. Leeches. A scene with leeches. There is a scene with... There is a scene with leeches. In what, though? Is it... Is it... Crazy maths right now. Stand by me? No. No. That is... That is the leech scene I'm thinking of. Is that the leech scene I'm thinking of? Crazy maths were right. Wow. You got, you got us again. I'm sorry. You got us again. He's not sorry at all. Is it a film or did you just make it up in your head there now? It's a poem. It's really more of a poem. Okay. It's an, it's a piece of art. You've got to use it to find yourself and then you'll find the film. Man. Okay. I think this is going to be another one that we're going to have to revisit later on <laughs> in the show. Okay. Sounds good. Dern's ferns cause concerns. Bloodsuckers are lifesavers. Crazy maths were right. Okay. We'll come back to that. In the meantime, I want to say a big congratulations to Owen O'Connell. Maybe he can help us on this one. Mm. Uh, He got in touch on Twitter and he correctly guessed last week's high clue. That was pretty feline lass, skillful lionized man leads, Tudor killer dub. And the answer to that was Michael Collins. So congratulations to Owen O'Connell. Pretty feline lass was Julia Roberts. Mm -hmm. Pretty being pretty woman. Feline lass, she plays an Irish lady called Kitty. That's the oh, cat yes. connection. Uh, skillful lionized man leads. That was Liam Neeson. He's the leading man. He's lionized, Michael Collins is, but he was also the voice of Aslan in the Narnia films. Oh, uh, yeah. And then skillful. He's got a very particular set of skills. And the final line, Tudor Killer Dub, our old friend from Paris with Love. Uh, Jonathan Rhys Myers uh, was in the Tudors. He's from Dublin. 
and he also oh, spoiler alert shoots Michael Collins at the end of the film as well. Sorry, history. Yeah, it happened <laughs> ages ago. So congratulations to Owen. As we said, we will have some uh, giveaways uh, later on in the show for Pacific Rim Uprising prize packs. That's out in cinemas this week uh, with this week's um, high clue as well. But for now, we're going to head on over to the top 10 films that are out in the Irish box office at the moment. At number 10, we have three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. And uh, pretty much that was a thumbs up from everybody here, wasn't we? We're all yeah, fans of that definitely. film. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Tanya, number nine. Uh, Laura, you fell in love with Margot Robbie for that one, which is understandable because yeah. you're only human. Um, <laughs> number eight, The Greatest Showman. <laughs> We've been. This is the lowest it's been, I think, since its release. So we're all getting pretty excited that it's yeah. going to drop out of the top ten. But we know it. We won't. live in hope. Yeah. Now, number seven is the first of our new entries. It's Mary Magdalene, and this is a brand new film about the kind of a particular period in the life of Mary Magdalene she's played by Rooney Mara and Joaquin Phoenix plays some guy called Jesus H. Christ and it's about (laughs) their meeting their coming together and how she became one of his apostles basically I don't know if you've seen the trailer for this but this film was exactly what I expected it to be there's minimal dialogue a lot of beautiful looking shots of Rooney Mara and Joaquin Phoenix Mm -hmm. and Chiwetel Ejiofor actually is in there as one of his other uh, apostles as well I mean, lots of us presumably were raised on stories from the Bible, you know, like and different miracles that Jesus uh, performed. But so this kind of follows her joining his band of merry men and helping. Is that the (laughs) same guy, isn't it? It Um, And basically traveling along and how important she was to him as well. Um, It's I think it's one of those films that. I'm glad I've seen it, but I don't think I'll ever watch it ever again. Okay. This is not a guilty pleasure film. If I ever no. saw this on again, I think I would change the channel. <laughs> or leave the house. <laughs> or leave the house. They are great performances uh, from Rooney and uh, and Joaquin. But there actually is another Joaquin Phoenix uh, film that's out at the minute. And Roy, you've seen it. It's You Were Never Really Here. Oh, yeah. Uh, super, super dark thriller um, where he plays a kind of, a kind of hitman for her. Um, except it's not the sexy cinema assassin stuff that we're used to seeing it's the really dark grungy underbelly um, and he kills a lot of people with hammers um, and yeah it's um, it's it's not a fun film to watch but it is a brilliant film I think it's the opposite problem to Mary Magdalene where you'd be like wow that was great I never want to see that again alright oh, okay that was, that it, it made my soul feel dirty ooh oh. but like, unfortunately that hasn't broken into the top 10 but if you were going to pick a Joaquin Phoenix film to go and see in the cinema then go for You Were Never Really Here oh absolutely yes. yeah fantastic 100% uh, number 6 Another new entry this week. Now, Rory, you said last week, if you, if the Irish public made this film go into the top ten, you were going to scream, so get ready to scream. I'm it's afraid I'm going to break the sound system in this room. It's Damo and Ivor, the movie. Fuck. You really didn't like this I film. Just, I don't, like, more people went to see that than Three Billboards, I, Tanya, Greatest <laughs> yeah, Showman, and Mary yeah, Magdalene. I'm afraid so. Come on. It's The Greatest Showman is the lesser of two evils here. Like, right? if you, I feel, I feel like we're not doing enough good work in here if more people need to know to not go to see that <laughs> well this this was what I was saying I don't know if anyone's actually listening to this because uh, you had recommended that people do not go and see this film no and the people they listened 
they paid no attention <laughs> and they went to see it anyway. And to be fair, it's only number six, so I guess yeah. that's mightn't be there next week. Something, and it is an Irish film. It is. It and is, normally so. we see any Irish film, it's like pew, straight to the top. So exactly, number six is is. We'll take it for now. Here, if, oh, <laughs> I don't know about, about that. If it's here next week, I'm breaking the spirit <laughs> in the studio. Number five is Game Night. Comes highly recommended. Very funny film starring Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman. Lady Bird starring our very own Saoirse Ronan. Brilliant film. Yep. Um, I didn't bump into Saoirse Ronan this week, so that's oh. disappointing. Um, that's a sad story. That's probably going to be a likely thing here on, <laughs> just not bumping into her. <laughs> she can help um, us. Black, Ma- Black Panther has been knocked off the top spot. Uh, it's in at number three now because we have two brand new entries. Mm. Uh, the first of those, number two, is Tomb Raider. We were speaking to the star Alicia Vikander last week. Rory is going to make her coddle and us oh, yeah. as well. Um, but uh, you still weren't overly impressed with the film, though. No, and it doesn't seem like anyone else was really either the reviews in general have been very middle of the road the box office in America was okay it didn't knock um, Black Panther off the top spot last week in America either Um, like I said last time love to see a sequel with Alicia with an actual screenwriter I'll do it Oh, sure. okay. The offer's uh, out there. Yep. Alicia Vikander, if you're listening, and she undoubtedly is. Of course she is. Uh, she get, didn't go to see Day <laughs> yeah. one so. Get Rory Cashin on board to sort out Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb Raider. Um, number one is our other new entry this week. It's Peter Rabbit. And uh, again, we were chatting to James Corden and Donald Gleeson, and, but there was a, a little bit of a compromise last week. It feels like wife swap here, but this was film I swap. I've been waiting for this moment. Oh. Because <laughs> Laura and Rory, you made a promise to each other that. Laura, mm. if you watched Annihilation, I was I, you, I said half out an hour. I did go more, but I said half an hour. Okay. If you watched that on Netflix, that Rory, you would watch. volunteer yourself to go and see Peter Rabbit in the cinema. And I did. I I tweeted. Oh, you did. I saw the stuff. I tweeted you a, a ticket yeah. uh, of everything. I went and I got like, I was like, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make a thing of this. So I went and got like the the recliner <gasps> seat and Ooh. everything. Ooh. Um, and I was like, was like right. I'm okay. I can. I'm ready for that. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in my most comfortable position um, for two hours <laughs> to of watch James, James Corden as a rabbit. And you know what? I didn't hate it. <gasps> yes, <gasps> Amazing. A that's a win. Success. I didn't hate it. Um, Donald really throws himself into it. Like yeah, he's he does. not afraid to act the fool or yeah. look a fool. And yeah. I think that's super commendable because so many actors are like, no, I need, to, I need to look Well, he's the greatest Irish actor of all time. This is true. So one yeah. third of people agree with you. Um, and Rose Byrne is adorable in it. Yeah. Um, and James does actually have, deliver some funny lines, which really upsets oh. me. Oh. And the music. Re- Isn't the music incredible? That was the sticking point for me. Because I remember you were like, oh, the song's in this. And I was like, I hate every song that was played in this film. Oh, no, you God. didn't. It was all like that... Um, a child's version of like uh, Anaconda from Nicki Minaj you know every song is just about rabbits like twerking I was like are you calling Laura a child? I think so I think so like a child friendly twerker (laughs) yeah there was like a streaking fox at one point yeah there's a lot of yeah yeah but I I, I was I was like okay this is Okay, well, I'd say that, that that's a point for Laura, yeah. but that was only one half of the agreement. Yes. Okay, here we go. So, <laughs> I was challenged to watch Annihilation on Netflix. Challenge? It came unbelievably recommended. Both Paul and Rory. Yeah, but we've said before that I just, w- I'm wary of Rory's recommendations because he likes horrors. Yes. Okay. As he said. And he also said this was one if not one of the most scariest movies he's seen in a long time I said the the scene there's one scene I want to know what scene this is well we have to be the 
bare scene. Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> so myself and Owen had a little chat there, Rory. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh and well, okay. Up on. Well, listen, I didn't realise I was being dragged into this, Laura. Okay, well, apparently I, you're talking smack about no, <laughs> Now, hold on a second, because I was also dying to see this film. I wasn't part of your, your weird kind of film swap arrangement, but uh, I did get a chance to see Annihilation. And uh, well, no, I want to hear what Laura okay. thought first because so, that, oh, no, Rory's giving me the ice. I feel like the movie lulls you into a false sense of security by setting up a beautifully shot movie with like special effects and a really good grounding of a story. Mm-hmm. The music is very good as well. Don't deny that now. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I think it's, it gets about <laughs> thirty minutes in before it starts to get a little bit scary. Okay, but. Uh, only a little bit scary. Right. The crocodile part, I was a bit like, okay, yeah, not ideal. Sure. But not, <laughs> not ideal. <laughs> not ideal for the characters not at this point. Not the list for me to be... Then the bear part, I just was a bit like, okay, you know, fine. And I think the part you're talking about is the scream, is it? Yeah. Yeah. That freaked me out. Well, okay. I don't know. Again, because lots of people may not have seen the film at the moment. Uh, and... I think Laura's successfully talked around it. No, I know. I know. And... <laughs> I think I know where you're coming from, Laura, because yeah. I was expecting to have my pants. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting to have my Let's pants not go done. Any further, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was ex- I was expecting to be more scared than I was at the time. I still really liked the film, um, but again, that kind of thing of like it's been built up so much and so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I I really really liked it. The ending, as you said, Roy, I have lots of questions yeah. and lots of theories. Yeah. Um, but I still think people should definitely watch it. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Did you watch all of it? I did not. <gasps> but I what? know I know what happens in the end. What? Why didn't you finish it? I didn't want to be that scared. I gave like a good hour and 15. Well, yeah, but that's pretty much you're practically at the end of the film. Well, you were like, just like, oh, I see where this is going and then just turned it off. Yeah. Because you really did not see where that film was going. Well, I said I'd give half an hour, to be fair. I, that I is, oh more. my God, that's I, even more. <laughs> as an independent adjudicator here, I'm going to say that that deal has not been completed. Oh, no. You can't, yeah. get, it, you can't go that far into it and I'd be like, right, I, I'm I, done now. I called this, though. Rory's I said four hours of James Gordon as an animated <laughs> rap. I did say if it's on Netflix, people are able to turn it off. And <laughs> I did. turned it off. But if you go to see it in a film, you can just walk out. I could have walked out of James Corden. You've given good money and you've got a good seat that reclines. That's true. I did have a good seat. And you, <laughs> and you don't finish your popcorn in that amount of time. I don't anyway. So. I, don't, I, don't, I don't popcorn. I'm nacho. Oh, no, they will be finished. Neither. I just, okay, I, I, I'm sorry I didn't finish it, but I just didn't want to finish it. I think you need to go back oh, and finish it. Oh, you're not enjoying it. I just think that it was a bit too out there. Okay. Bit That's too, not for you. A bit you. too okay. clever. That's fair. <laughs> kind of like your high clues. Oh, oh. oh, Jesus. Which brings us back nicely. Any ideas? <laughs> no. No, still nothing. Is it Annihilation? <gasps> no. Is it no. Peter Rabbit? No. No, I'm out of ideas. Okay. Um, okay, we're going to continue to argue this now, but yeah. in the meantime, uh, here's the first of our big interviews this week. It is the star of Pacific Rim Uprising, Mr. John Boyega, of course, better known to lots of fans as Finn from the latest Star Wars films. Mm. Um, he is a super actor. Uh, Rory, you had a chance to catch up with him uh, for the Pacific Rim sequel. I did, yeah. Um, everyone who I was chatting to uh, for the for for the for the junkies uh, had just come back from Beijing oh. where they'd done the Asian leg of the Press tour story, yeah. okay. uh, and when I sat down with John because uh, I'd already spoken to Scott Eastwood and the director uh, Stephen Delight and they were both like super jet lagged because obviously they'd just flown for halfway mm. around the world and I was like oh are you tired from 
trying to do and he's like I didn't get to go oh no oh <laughs> no like, he, there was a problem with his visa so oh, he didn't get no. to go and I was he like he got a criminal record <laughs> what? that's what happened to visas or there are other reasons to fill them out or <laughs> yeah, you need okay. time okay. or you can do a really bad accent like Paul and get detained there <laughs> which is a good reason to, to not get to yeah. go he, I didn't ask him I'm not, we're not that close I didn't <laughs> ask but he, uh, he didn't get to go so he was a bit more sprightly than the other two lads yeah. uh, and yeah he, he gets to play Idris Elba Jr which is Interesting. pretty cool that's a pretty uh, amazing role to get uh, so this is John Boyega star of Pacific Rim Uprising with Rory Cash and star of The Big Reviewski John Boyega how are you keeping today I'm good thank you yourself uh, pretty good pretty good congratulations good. on the movie thank you so um, much a few years ago I had the pleasure of interviewing Idris Elba okay and not only was he playing the coolest man alive but in real life mm-hmm. he is probably the coolest man alive <laughs> so are those difficult footsteps to uh, find yourself in you know well, casting yeah. such a shadow that he does uh, I'm not, no no definitely not definitely not I think I think it's exciting you know yeah. to, to, to expand on the story especially his character he was who was my favourite character yeah Stacker's just you know just dope just so much gravity and to, to expand him in that way was, was great and he obviously had the very famous uh, cancelling the apocalypse line mm, which is just yes. it, it's up there with uh, Bill Pullman's line from Independence Day you know just one of those rousing speeches mm. and I'm not going to give it away but I'm so happy that you got one <laughs> <laughs> because I was waiting I was like he, I, he, he's, he's earned this speech man wait, <laughs> wait, you know what we, we, we never saw it that way we were just oh, really? like the fans decide if there's a line but just say it's the importance of the story in it. That's yeah. the that's the moment of the of, of the you know this is the the moment to rise up and. But it was uh, it was it was good though. Thank like, you. I, man. Even in the, like because we obviously as a pressure we don't see it with a full audience, but mm-hmm. I was like yes, <laughs> <laughs> good game, good game. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, congratulations as well on your uh, fantastic bromance with Scott Eastwood. Because <laughs> Thank you so much. That is, uh, you know, what's so funny. You what you you make these movies and you don't know what the audience are going to pick up on. Yeah. You know, you just never know. So I, this always cracks me up. Did you know, like, I was watching, I was like, that's, this is like our generation's Top Gun. <laughs> that's like the, the two of these men clearly love each other. <laughs> yeah, bro. Right, it's so funny, so funny. But it was cool, you know. We've had a tough time playing the scenes where we had to be, you know, kind of annoyed with each other because yeah. we're like, we're cool with that one set, we're just sure, chilling sure. and, you know, it was fun though. Because I was speaking to Stephen and he said one of his favourite scenes to direct was your ice cream scene. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, in a film filled with yeah. giant robots and oh, yeah. giant monsters, your favourite scene was No, John. no, that was so fun. That was, <laughs> I made like 24 ice cream sundaes. <sighs> well, you you, you won well afterwards though. I didn't, I didn't eat much, you know, you don't have to eat it in, in, in shot. There was, was a lot of, there was a lot of sprinkles going in, John. Yeah, there was a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that moment I had to have a, a big mouthful. Sure. But that was just me. That, that was, was just, just me just... Just treating yourself. Doing the Jake thing <laughs> while cameras are rolling. Well, I suppose you're allowed to because you're also a producer on this. Yeah. So. Uh, how, how is that like being... That's, this is your, kind of your first producer role and it's... Yeah, my first, It's yeah. not like you're going in producing a small indie film. This is yeah. one of the biggest films of the year. So yeah. what's that like? It's definitely a process. Like, But, but for me, I, I wanted to be a part of it from the early stages. They came to me at a good time. Um, Steve had a script, um, but the visual effects went down. Um, still some some plot twists with the story and so to collaborate on that way I just I wanted to to be involved in the full process and you enjoyed it I loved it loved it so more John producer uh, role going yeah, forward yeah man line them up trying to so I remember when Daisy Ridley was in 
um, murder on the Orange Express, mm-hmm. and people kept poking her for uh, information. Oh about yeah, Star Wars. What okay. was was there a similar problem on this set where you're just like, just I'm not telling you anything. No, I think it was more me asking Scott how they did certain you know um, film tricks in the Fast and oh, Furious. Yeah, yeah, I, I wanted to know like. I, I, was it right? Actually, like, pick you up and put you. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to know. Like, I'm just seeing so much destruction. Like, but it's physical, you know. Yeah. And uh, final question. I, I can't not ask you a Star Wars question, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask you a plot one because obviously we're not going to. talk <laughs> I don't about even it. know. Like, I haven't read anything, so. But how much are you looking forward to the final rap party for? Oh my can gosh. you imagine how much money they're going to spend on that? Like, it's a decade or so. Would that be, would that, I haven't thought of that, by the way. But with that, with that being said. The location might be a you know very very cool. It should be Ireland. It should be where? It should be in Ireland. I love the that. Party, I love that. Because you don't have any scenes there. Yeah, man, I'd I love think that. Consider this your official invitation to have yeah. your rap party in Ireland. Shout out to Sarah Wars. Green and, and <laughs> Jack Rayner. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, John. Make that happen. Get the Star Wars rap party in Ireland oh, and get yeah. us invitations. I think please. it's necessary. Like I've laid the groundwork now. <laughs> yeah, you've planted the seed. So if he doesn't go back. When he's filming episode nine. Although he was like, oh, it's going to be somewhere interesting. Yeah, he did seem to have an idea of where it was. What does that mean? Coppers? Hmm. That would be interesting. It certainly would. Johnny Watts-His-Face is up the mountain. Johnny. Johnny Watts-His-Face. Johnny Is is this another hike? Oh, Johnny. I thought this was another hike. I didn't know what was going on. So, uh, Boyega there, star of Pacific Rim Uprising. I really enjoyed the first film from a couple of years ago. Uh, yes. It started, uh, or who was it? It's Guillermo del Toro, of yes. course. Oscar-winning uh, director. And he, like that film looked spectacular. Mm-hmm. And speaking of guilty pleasure films, mm-hmm. I think that that's up there with one of those. Sure. Um, how does this one compare to, to that previous one? I think um, I found it more fun oh, okay. than the first one, but also the sense of scale didn't quite match up there was a lot of the first one where it felt like you were on the ground and you're like Christ everything's huge and everything's falling over whereas uh, this one didn't quite have that as much everything seemed to be from the perspective of the the giant things which if you're always at that level it's hard to uh, it's hard to get a gauge yeah 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 yeah. so like but in my opinion it was a lot more fun Boyega is a more uh, interesting an enjoyable actor than uh, Charlie Hunnam was in the first <laughs> Yeah, one. yeah. Well, actually, speaking of fun as well, um, and handsome, did you mention handsome or did I just imagine <laughs> that? I think it's, you, it's like you're seeing handsome in advance. That's what you it know is. what's coming next. Uh, advance him. This is your chat with Scott Eastwood, who you've just taken to calling... Scott. Scott. <laughs> because he's, he's ridiculously Scott attractive. He is uh, an Abercrombie and Fitch version of Clint Eastwood. Son of... Clint Eastwood. Yes. I can say it right now. He is uh, he's very charming. He's got that like southern McConaughey e charm uh without the bongos. So that's good. <laughs> and um yeah, he we we also chatted about this film and there's uh the two of them react quite well to the whole Top Gun comparison, which I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> this is Roy's chat with Scott Eastwood. Scott. Scott Eastwood, how are you keeping today? I'm doing great. Uh congratulations on the movie, first of all. Um, not to belittle actors who, you know, go to the theatre or go for Oscars, but when you're on the set of a film knowing that it involves giant robots and giant fighting monsters, monsters fighting, yeah. you're, you're just like, uh-huh. like, this is the most fun ever. It is. It's fun. You know, what I like about this film is it, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a good time. You know, anybody can go and watch it and have fun 
whether you're 10 years old or you're 50, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, and so, you know, it's fun to, to do films like this. Yeah. But, like, between this and uh, Fast A, sure. you're, you're now a part of two of the most over-the-top, insanely fun <laughs> franchises. Like, just no... Like, when you got to do any other film now, you're just like, where are the explosions? Yeah, where's the, where's, where's the, the monsters? people? Like, are you just, just spoilt now having like, done Scott, stuff this like is a, this? this is a true story. There were no monsters. In. Yeah, but we should put some monsters in. I was like, I know I should be in love with her, with her but, like, she's, she's not a monster. She's not exploding. <laughs> I can't relate to this. Do so you feel a bit spoiled now having done stuff like that? Um... I feel, yeah, I feel, you know, really lucky to be a part of, you know, these these big global movies. Mm. Uh, I, I, there's some about, I, I really like being a part of these films because they are so global and they're, and they're such a diverse cast and, you know, uh, anybody can watch it. My, my mom can go and watch it and be like, that was fun. Or, you know, a 10-year-old can go and check it out and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really... I think you know in, in a time in a day and time when when there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, it's it's good to have these fun films. It was difficult to tell watching it because I can't tell if it was done so seamlessly and perfectly, because I, I had no idea whatsoever how physically demanding this role was for you because yeah. there's a lot of you know obviously there's a lot of special effects and the robots are doing all the heavy lifting anyway. But like how much are you were you required to actually be? physical in the role a lot actually oh really a lot yeah yeah john and i I mean well first off we're in the suits right so for all the stuff in the con pod and 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 all the all the real physical fighting sequences john and i not only did they they you know create the cgi uh for that but john and i had to shoot all the stuff Mm -hmm. so they can connect the two right and what they did was they built a, a, a practical set on a motion rig with two treadmills side by side. And John and I had to, you know, fight out this choreography. Not only did we have to do it, but we had to do it in sync. Yeah. So we, we really had to learn how to, how to dance together. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the vibe I was getting was, very, was a very Top Gun vibe. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Was that something intentional? Was that was it fun to bounce off John? Because yeah. watching it, I was like, "This is this is like a modern day Top Gun. This is, yeah. a, this is a proper bromance going on." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we we knew there was a bromance going on day one. Sure, uh, and I think we tried to you know to up that you know because that's, that's those those are fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, I have to say that you do have actual like proper romantic chemistry on the screen. So congratulations, <laughs> Matt, because that can't be easy to fake. Yeah. Uh, and just one final question. Um, looking forward, of course, we have... Because I was looking at your IMDb page and I was like, he's there's nothing confirmed. Mm-hmm. So are you a part at all of Fast 9 or that Rock Stadium spinoff? Will we be seeing you a part of that universe still? Oh, well, I don't know what I can say and what I can't say. You can, you can tell me. I can either confirm can tell me nor fine. deny anything. Well, all I heard was not deny. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to tell everyone. You're in, you're in you the tell, mall. You tell everyone. <laughs> Scott. Tell whatever you want. Thank you so much. Thanks. We're going to need more violence. We have them. There are pilots we remember as legends, but they didn't start out that way. They started out like us. This is our time to make a difference. Jaeger pilots, do you understand? One way to find out. 
talking about? Lots of noises there. Lots of fighting. sound effects, you lots, guys. Lots of explosions. <laughs> Every time they shout Jaeger pilots, I'm like Jaeger bombs. And I was like, this is no time, John Boyega. Or is it the perfect time? Or is it the perfect time? I always think when I look at those big battles, and because there were a few of them in the trailer as well. I know you were talking about you get that kind of, or you don't really get that skill because you're at that level mm. so much. It always reminds you of the old uh, Power Rangers. Ranger battles, yeah. uh, <laughs> where they all just like combined to make massive robots and things. But like in smaller scale cities <laughs> yes exactly yeah, yeah. clearly plastic so it's so like is it worth going to see them I think so yeah like it's it's solid it's entertaining uh, Boyega is having a blast he does have some legitimate romantic chemistry with Eastwood also um, looking forward to that and possibly the greatest ice cream scene since the ice cream scene is Shades Freed. kind of hilarious for 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 different reasons to the why it was funny in Fifty Shades Freed huh. um, there's no one scene in it where, where you're like oh that's cool like remember the first one when one of the Jaegers came up and he was armed with a, a, a like a ship yes clonked, yeah 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 to you out with it and you're like that's cool there's no one bit in this where you're like oh that's 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 that I remember that um it's just large things knocking over other large things for <laughs> two hours and that's fine that's perfectly it's fine. not even two hours I think it's like one hour 45 so it's like zip and it's done oh. uh not a lot of depth to it but Perfectly entertaining. Okay, definitely going to see Pacific Rim Uprising um, in cinemas this week. Now, one of the other releases this week is Psychological Thriller Unsane. And before we get into a full review of it, uh, here's a little clip. What's in the basement? Solitary confinement. Oh my God, send me there right now. My stalker, you've read the council's notes. You know, you know who I'm talking about. He's here. He's got himself a job in the hospital. I talked to the second floor about George. No, he's not called George. We did a thorough background check. Yeah, you did a thorough background check on George. I'm telling you, he isn't called George. His name is David Strine. I'm trying to tell you. You're not even listening to me. I'm trying to tell you that the man... And I'm adding a course of risperidone and lithium to your meds. What's that for? To keep you from hurting anyone else. And yourself. You serious? That's your diagnosis? You're sedating me. When I've just told you there's a, a predator who's followed me from here from another city. You should be protecting me. Yeah, mystery man. You oh my should be gosh. protecting her. That is Claire Foy, who uh, you probably know from The Crown. Yes. And will be the next girl with the dragon tattoo lady. Oh, The next, yeah. the next Elizabeth Sander. Um, she has had a terrible stalker for a number of years and she goes... Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, she goes to a therapist and has an appointment and then fills in a number of forms and before she knows it, without really understanding what's happening, she's just been totally locked up, uh, locked up in a local oh. psychiatric hospital and now she's convinced that the person that has been stalking her is a staff member at that same hospital. But oh. is he really or Nightmare. has she fully cracked <gasps> that is is it good the plot it's a great premise it is um, it is uh, Steven Soderbergh directed it okay. um, he's the guy behind like Ocean's uh, Eleven and Magic Mike and mm-hmm. Side Effects really good prolific director um, and I cannot think outside of Get Out I cannot think of a better timed release movie than 
uh, unsane because I think it, it might be the first horror movie to uh, fall on the back of the Me Too movement. Okay. Oh, right, okay. Because it's this, it's this woman trying to explain her situation. She's like, what you're doing is wrong. Uh, this man is abusive, blah, 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 blah. And no one's listening to her. Aww. And it's it's so perfectly timed. You, I can't think of it uh, working out any better. Um, but on the other hand, it is the ultimate schlocky B movie because yeah. the plot twist and you're like, what? <laughs> that that doesn't make a lick of sense, but you're so kind of <laughs> enjoying it anyway that you don't really care. Plus the whole thing was filmed on iPhone. Oh, yeah. The entire film. Yeah. And yeah. how does it look? Cheap. But okay. But I it's think, supposed to have that feel anyway. Yeah, I think like it lends itself to that because <laughs> so much so much uh modern day uh psychological damage and relationship damage is done on your phone or yes. when you're online or whatever. So it it's kinda like a message in itself. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh but I do remember normally when the film is finished and then the end credits starts, you have time to get up and put your jacket on and there's still ten more minutes and you're waiting for everyone to leave. Because this whole thing was filmed on my phone and there was practically no crew, I had stood up and then the end credits were done. <laughs> and that's it. And that was oh it. And I was like, God. oh, that was, uh, nobody worked on that film. <laughs> so it was a psychological thriller, um, if you're into those kind of films. Yes, with a bit of a message. Um, it is fun and entertaining. Uh, so don't let them, let, don't, don't be like, oh, it's got a, it's got a message and I have to pay attention. Uh, but it is also trashy and schlocky. Schlocky. Okay. I wonder if the next one is trashy. Okay. Oh, the next I thought, like, is there a sequel to Unsane? Unsaner. No, Unsanitary. The next one Rory's going to talk about. I'm well, super excited. Well, this is our, our, our other big release this week, and slightly bigger budget probably wasn't filmed on an iPhone. Seems unlikely. It is uh, from Disney. It is A Wrinkle in Time, starring Oprah's in it. I know. Oprah. Please the don't kill Please don't kill it. Mindy Kaling. Yeah, Chris super Pine. Cast. Zach Galifianakis. Ignore um, me, so I think he's going to kill it, isn't he? <laughs> Here is uh, a little <laughs> clip of A Wrinkle in Time, followed by Rory's review. Call me Mrs. What's It. Mrs. Who? No, Mrs. What's It. Mrs. Who is, oh, she's like a billion years older and way more knowledgeable. What can I do for you, Mrs. What's It? I called her ceiling sheets, guys. She's harmless. You're six. Come on. What do you know about harmless? Have I ever been wrong? Well, one of these days you might be Charles Wallace. Oh, I highly doubt that. He's one of the greatest minds in recent history. He's prodigious. But of course, we can't take any credit for our talents. It's how we use them that counts. So, Wrinkle Time is terrible. No! Oh, Rory! <laughs> just to cut just right to the chase the there. The yeah. I did. I just did. No, I know, I know it's what not I good. Said were, if there's like, a worse, it's like ripping off a plaster. You didn't even prepare us for that. No, if there's I a, said band aid. <laughs> where am I from? America. <laughs> um, yeah, if there's a worse blockbuster this year, I'd be very oh. surprised. Holy moly! Yeah, Wait. it's a stick that in the poster mess. Um, complete nonsense. I, I knew about half an hour in when Reese Witherspoon turned into a giant leaf of cabbage and flew one of the kids away. I was like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not here for this. <laughs> Is it not supposed to be this kind of fantasy Alice in Wonderland type, you know, it's adventure? It's definitely going for that vibe. And there is, uh, there, there, there is like an almost palpable sense that the script was written by an eight-year-old on sugar. 
And it was just like, and then she's a leaf, and then they fly away, and then all the flares <laughs> come up. And then Oprah Winfrey's 100 feet tall for no reason, and uh, and they just go around and they fight, and then Zach shows up, and they're all like doing yoga, and it's really funny. But like, every, it's just like this constant kind of, and what, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and it's, uh, no. No, not no. for you. Aww, no, I can't, like, I think, you know, the way you say, oh, this is a good film for the family. Yes. Or like there's Pixar movies and you're like, oh, that was, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it works I'm, for everybody. I'm not a child anymore. <laughs> this might actually be just for six-year-olds. Okay. Oh. Um, and anyone above that, you're just like... Not happening. Not, it, is, it is a bit like playing with a young child who has just had like a, a dib-dab and... <laughs> They've snorted and, and, a dib-dab. Like, it's all <laughs> in the, off the it, walls. It's like all of their imaginary friends and they've got a huge imagination and that's great, but it's exhausting. What about, uh, I saw somebody tweeting about Chris Pine in this yes. and they made a very uh, accurate... The astute kind of, comparison yeah. to uh, the guy from Team America. To Gary from oh, Team yeah. America because he they, looks the spit... And now I can't separate the two of them. <laughs> His hair is exactly it the is, same as Gary from Team America. Yeah, like he does look a lot like him. Um, like, <sighs> fair play to the cast. They do try. I hate when you say that, try. Um, but they, there's only so much they can do. Like, Ava DuVernay... Um, who's She's a fantastic director, director. Yeah. she directed Selma and uh, the documentary 13th she is the first black female director to direct a film with a budget of over 100 million so that's a landmark in itself I just wish it had been a good film oh, oh that's disappointing so yeah. uh, well not a recommendation <laughs> no there, there for a rank of time, unless you're a dib dab addicted six year old <laughs> do go and, and I'm sure that, like, there's a lot of those there's a, a lot, lot of six year olds are dib dab listening to us right now there are yeah. those. well Easter is coming up so you can see a lot of parents just locking their kids in the cinema to go and see uh, don't do that don't lock your child don't do that for legal allowed. reasons yeah. we have to point out please you go see it insane put your <laughs> yeah. kids in that one problem yeah, solved exactly um, now if you <laughs> don't want to go to the yeah. cinema to lock your kids in there why not lock them up at home <laughs> and watch something uh, at home in this week's recommendation and Laura you were uh, picking <gasps> out a goodie Rory's gonna love mine oh I don't know if I am is it Annihilation <laughs> but actually what you said sums up why people should watch this movie so what? it's on Saturday what okay. did you say what I'm did you say figure out what I said you said Was it people Scott at home Eastwood? watching it with their children okay. okay so I think Rory should sit at home on Saturday afternoon <laughs> at me specifically 3.30 on RTE2 to revisit your childhood and capture the magic of oh god into the West. Into the West. <laughs> You're a bully, Laura. Now, from a few weeks back, that was actually, you love that Irish yeah. film. I love that Irish film. And Rory, again, was just, not impressed. <laughs> no. Just an angry person. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. If I am not working. No, I don't actually think you have to watch it. I'm just suggesting. No, it's what I'll do. It's no, I'll do. I'll sit down and watch an hour and 15 minutes of it and then turn it off. Well, you'll be hooked, so have fun. We'll see. I do have one other, and this one's from my dad. It just Is it Speed? It is Speed! Amazing. Yes. I will sit down and watch okay. Speed. Speed's a fantastic it is, that, To be honest, I was actually half joking with Into the West. It's on RT1 at 20 past 12 uh, again on Saturday night so technically Sunday morning if you're still up if you're one of those night owls um, we all know Speed right no it's, no oh, need super. to no need for introductions um, Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock on, on, a, on a bus so I need to know really <laughs> I think I'm gonna I might I might watch that I one might, I might tape it and watch it I'm, me and your dad be, <laughs> yeah. I might not be awake at that stage yeah I will 
also DVR it. Yeah. Ooh. And rewatch it. I know um, what that means, but okay. Um, so that is <laughs> your recommendation. Just stick oh, the yeah. video in, you're grand. <laughs> uh, so those are the recommendations for this week if you're watching at home. Now, to this week's High Clue competition. Now, before we, we get oh. into the actual competitive one, we're going to have to wrap up Rory's here, which was Darren's Ferns Cause Concerns, Bloodsuckers Are Lifesavers, Crazy Maths Were Right. Yeah, I'm scratching my head. No, I don't know. Are we like just start telling? Like, is it Laura Dern? Yes. Okay. It is Laura Dern. Is it Ferns? Is it Jurassic Park? Yes. (gasps) Is the uh, the whole thing Jurassic Park? Yes. (laughs) Bloodsuckers are lifesavers. Mosquitoes. The mosquitoes and they save the lives of the dinosaurs. Oh, that's good. And crazy maths were right. The chaos theory. The cra- okay, crazy maths. Okay. Well, but technically, we had it. You just didn't tell us we had it. No. No, we had to be sure. We can't just throw out. Okay. Because um, I think we did say Peter Rabbit as well. There was a, so. few, there was a few things thrown there. And Darren's ferns, because she was like, the ferns. These plants shouldn't exist. Of course. And then she, she was actually- like, you have plants here. You pick them because they look good, but they're poisonous. Oh. For the triceratops. And it rhymed. And it did rhyme Layers. as well. I like that. Jurassic Park, one of my favorite films. And that, that didn't oh. jump out of me. That's a, that's a good one. Thank you. Great work, Roy. Is Very it good. better than the it one? It is. I preferred this one. No, I prefer the it one. He hated the it one. I didn't hate he the it one. He came back at me. He was like, "No, rule breaking piece of <laughs> <laughs> no. It's all fine. It's all above board. We have a new one, right? So this week's uh, high clue for the listeners at home. So Rory and Laura, um, oh, if know, you do know the answer, answer to this, please do not shout it out. Is it Jurassic Park? It's not. Here That'd we go. That'd be so funny if it was. <laughs> it would be really funny. I just need to write a new high clue very quickly. It's. Guy's replacement helps. Is that with an apostrophe? It is. Guy okay. apostrophe. Is it a capital G? Not it was the start, start, start of a sentence. Yeah, yeah but would it be on I'm just own. saying it's the start of a sentence. Like the way Dern's <gasps> ferns. Mm, I, think it's okay. I think it's a capital G as well, you I guys. It's a, it's a guy's man. replacement. What? Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you let me continue. Okay, guy's so replacement. Guy's replacement helps. Helps. I have something to say after the oh tight clue. <laughs> Would you let me get to the second line, people? <laughs> <laughs> guy's replacement helps. Things get lost in translation. <gasps> I've no idea. Lead has read Jake's book. So the full high clue again. Guy's replacement helps. Things get lost in translation. Lead has read Jake's book. How are you spelling read? R-E-A-D. Okay. As in to read a book. Right, but like you're, you're, you could throw us down the garden path and be like, oh, it was R-E-D. No, I'm, right. I'm being R-E-D. no, 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 because because this will be written up on site as well. Oh, it'll right, be up on Twitter, right. so you'll definitely my own note taking. I'm not out to fucking like, hoodwink people. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> is it hoodwinked? I want it is hoodwinked. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> um, so, if you do know the answer to that, please do get in touch with us Guy's on Twitter at Big Refuseki. Helps. Yeah. Things get lost in translation. Lead. Lead. Has read Jake's book. I have no idea. Okay. Well, I have no can, idea. We can chat about that one. But I have something I want to write down and I want you to read it out. What? Okay. Oh, is it a guess? No. I want you to read these words out. Okay. And give us an explanation. Oh, Jesus. Cream horns. <laughs> Would you let the cream horns go? They're I'll never let the, the cream post. horns go. Actually, no, that, that, this, no, I've, I've got some cream horns right here. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Ah. Um, now, before we uh, finish up, so anyway, if you know the answer to High Clue, get in touch. We do have Pacific Rim Uprising prize packs to give away. It's in cinemas this week and uh, comes with a Rory Cash and Big Rewski seal of approval. 
What is it? <laughs> Pacific Rim oh, yeah. Uprising. Yeah, sorry, I thought the, you were saying the goodies. I was like, what are they? <laughs> you love the goodies. The goodies also come with his approval. Okay. Um, I wonder if there are a pen pot in them. Anyway, uh, so before we finish up uh, this week, we unfortunately, I know we already had some sad news with the fact that uh, Paul Moore is uh, detained in customs. He's probably getting a cavity search you're right now. You're saying he's sad, but <laughs> you're smiling. Yeah, no, he'll he'll be fine. He loves cavity searches. Well, um, ew. But... <laughs> In other sad news this week, unfortunately, Laura, you've got you've got some bad news. Yes, I've been um, poached for a spin-off. <laughs> for a, a, a spin-off, spin-off show. The bigger um, review ski. Yeah. Um, our lawyers will be in touch with you. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, this is your last show for the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable, yes. Yeah, because you're yeah. you're heading away for, for past year's new. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think like myself and, and Rory and Paul, he's not here today. Actually, uh, can we? Is there, is there a way? Can we just try and summon Paul here for a second? We're going to say on, Paul. We are. Say on, say. Here, hit play there and that say on, will you? Hi, Laura. I'm really sorry that I couldn't oh. be there today. Well, you know, kind of. Though. I'm on my holidays after all. But if I was there, I'd probably be a blubbering mess because since we launched this little podcast baby of ours, you've been an absolute superstar. I think everyone who listens to the show. Uh, acknowledges just how funny, smart, and uh, and off the wall you are, and kind of keeping us three boys in check. Um, yeah, we're really, really gonna miss you. Um, but uh, you're always welcome, any back, and yeah, it's been a real pleasure. And uh, bye. Yeah. And he was arrested immediately after that Good. message. That was so, actually his one phone call. From yeah, that. pretty much. <laughs> he was supposed to call his family or a lawyer, but uh, that didn't work out. Yeah, but no, just to reiterate what, what Paul said, uh, it's been amazing having you oh, on the show. I know we're only 10 weeks in, but it's like, it felt like it feels so much longer. It does. It really does. And I don't want Paul to speak for me about uh, you coming back or <laughs> yeah. enjoying your company, but uh, I would, of course, miss you. Yeah. And I will. I know. It's going to be sad. It's sad. I was hoping we were going to have more of your film swaps where you force each other to go and see films <laughs> you really, really we can dislike. Still do that, you guys. I'm not like dying. Well, will you come back for a cameo appearance every Absolutely, so often? Absolutely. If my contract allows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, my high budget Hollywood movie. Yeah. Um, of course. And you never know. You'll be checking those WhatsApp messages. Well, we actually we got you a oh, little. Yeah. We we got a little uh, something for you. I'm just I'm just going to run and grab it here. Oh, did oh. you actually? Yeah, of course we got you something. Is it your man Eastwood? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you actually no, did. No, Laura, we did not get you Scott Eastwood. <laughs> no, he's Rory's. <laughs> he's, free, he's just from Rory has been locked up in his basement. Um, so a lot of thought went into this. Okay. Um, oh, I love that you scratched out something that was for somebody else in the office and put my name on it. It says Laura on it, all right? Just it's take it. Hey, you guys, it's a jacket. It's a film-related jacket. It's actually a gilet. I from, love gilets. From one of our favourite oh, films of last geostorm. year. It's from Geostorm starring I Jared Butler. I going to wear this with pride. Well, you know, there's a little beast in the east in <laughs> yeah, coming. Three so. I say, like, I did get frozen at home there well, this recently. Is, this so. is the thinking behind it. If you ever do get stuck out in the back garden again uh, yeah, yeah, decent quality as well mind what fair. year Geostorm was in the cinema <laughs> does it say that as well in cinemas 2017 that's a crucial detail yes. as well in case we all forgot um, yeah. people will find that and go that's Laura I mean <laughs> there have been so many uh, highlights along the way in the 10 shows so far uh, so many dings Oh, uh, so, so many, many. dongs yeah. but we actually we sat down and picked out all our favourite moments no way. Me, and uh, Laura Holland these are your best bits 
great stuff. Yeah, that was it, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so that was, yeah. We couldn't find any other words. It was just that one laugh. But no, so uh, thanks for being part of the team. Thank you. And uh, to steal the words of Jim Carrey from The Truman Show, in case don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Oh. That's a film reference. Rory's going to cry. I probably will. I think Not right now, though. Stop. <laughs> Make him Stop cry. Pressurizing me into emotion. Okay, before we all turn into blubbering messes like yes. Palmer, um, we're going to wrap up this week's show. Um, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Uh, a look ahead to next week. Uh, we're going to have interviews with the stars of Ready Player One, including Simon Pegg. Yeah, yeah. Um, loads of people to talk to. Week, actually, so um, we you might don't need not, me at all. We might not no, get you're a dead lot of right. words in. <laughs> we also uh, will have full reviews of I Love Dogs, the new film from, uh, film from Wes Anderson and Journeyman uh, boxing movie starring Paddy Considine but for now uh, yeah let's all go and have some Jaeger bombs not pilots <laughs> Jaeger bombs and uh, yeah we'll see you next week bye bye everyone bye bye, bye. bye.